All right, let me start off by saying good morning, Ridge. Man, it's so good to have you with us for worship this morning. And as you've probably figured out by now, we're online only today. Um, and we do this because it's a holiday weekend. We know a lot of people are out of town. We know a lot of people are out traveling. But we also do it for our volunteers, just to give them a little bit of a break uh, because they do so much for our church each and every Sunday. But hey, I'm glad we have this opportunity to connect on YouTube. Um, so big shout out to the Powers family and all the hard work that they do in the control room to make this happen. So now let's jump in. I, I, I don't know what things are like for you the weekend after Christmas. Um, your house may be still a mess. You may have open boxes laying around. You may be trying to organize what needs to go back to the store. You might be just trying to catch your breath a little bit from everything that's going on. Maybe Christmas was everything you hoped it would be, and maybe it really wasn't what you hoped it would be. But there's always a question that lingers after Christmas as we head into New Year's. And here's the question. Now what? Right? Like, what's next? You know, there's all this buildup to everything, right? And now that the holidays are over, it just kind of leaves us with this burning question of like, what now? Well, what I want to do this morning is I want to review a story that comes from Matthew 2. It's, a, it's kind of a what do we do now kind of message. And it's the story of the wise men. And the wise men kind of had this same question of what now? So let's read this through together. If you, if you want to read um, at home, we're going to be reading out of Matthew chapter 2. And here's, the, here's how the story Here's how the story goes. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw a star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. Now, let's just pause for a minute. The, the wise men go to the king for directions. They figured, well, surely he probably knows, or he has people that know where this Messiah is going to be born. So we'll ask him. So verse 3. When King Herod heard about this, this was news to Herod, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and the teachers of the law, he asked them, where is the Messiah to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied. For this is what the prophet has written, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time that the star had appeared. So he sent them to Bethlehem and he said, Go and search carefully for the child and as soon as you find him, report back to me so that I can go and worship him also. Now, we know that King Herod is lying here, okay? It says he's disturbed, which is really kind of putting this mildly because this, he's worried that there is a new king that's being born, Okay? He doesn't want to worship the Messiah. He wants to kill the Messiah. So basically, he's sending these wise men, the Magi, he's sending them out as scouts to find out where this new king is going to be born so that he'll know. Now, they don't know this until later. So verse 9. So after they had heard the king, the wise men went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So, 
there's a lot of mystery surrounding these wise men, okay? We're, we're not really sure if there were three of them. We only say that there's three because there's three gifts, right? Um, I like the cartoon that I saw one time that said, unknown to most theologians, there was a fourth wise man, but he was turned away because he brought fruitcake. I thought that was funny. But another thing you may not know is that uh, they came to see Jesus much later. You know, it wasn't at the birth of Jesus because it says that they came to visit Jesus in a home, in a house, which probably means that it was about a year or maybe even two years later. So there are some things that we don't know about the wise men, but for everything we don't know, there are some things that we do know, okay? And there are several things that we can learn from them in this story. The first thing that we can learn is that they search for Jesus until they find him. I like that. They search for Jesus until they find him. There's a great verse in Jeremiah that says, when you look for me with all your heart, you will find me. You know, I think the wise men are such a great example to follow because they went through so much and they traveled so far looking for Jesus. So with that, with that in mind, let me ask you this question. Do you really search for Jesus? I mean, think about that for a minute. Are you really searching for him? Are you really going out of your way to find him, to know more of him? You know, I, I don't know that we really look for God like we should. Can I just be honest with you? Sometimes I see a, a lack of effort in people. And this always happens at the new year. You know, when, when the new year comes around, everybody's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be back in church. And man, I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen each and every Sunday. I'm going to look for God and I'm going to find God in the new year and I'm going to get closer to God. And, and, and you know, sure enough that the new year starts and for a few weeks they give it a shot and then they just kind of fade away. And then later on, they'll come up to me about midpoint through the year and they'll say, preacher, I tried to find Jesus, but it just didn't work. Makes me wonder, did you though? Like, did you really look? Like, I wonder if you tried to tell the wise men that you were looking for Jesus and you couldn't really find it. Like, the wise men would probably be like, oh, did you really try? You know, uh, if we look at their example, the wise men, man, they gave everything they had. I mean, they, they left everything. I mean, they went a really long ways. They, they took a really long time. They went and asked people. Like, how do we find, how do we know more about this Messiah? They look really hard. So with all that being said, maybe, maybe in this new year, maybe as we, we roll into 2024, maybe ask yourself that question. Like, what would it mean for me, right, to try a little harder in my relationship with God? You know, maybe, maybe develop some new holy habits and then keep at them. right? Because that, that grit and determination is something that I see with the wise men. And the reason I say that again is because, man, they were willing to do whatever it took. They're like, I'm going to keep going until I find this Messiah. So I would encourage you, maybe, maybe for you in the new year, man, keep pressing, keep going, keep searching. The second thing we learn from them is that when they find Jesus, they worship him. When the wise men find Jesus, they worship him. Now, this had to be quite a sight to see. These, these prominent men, these intellectual these powerful men bowing down to this child maybe not fully understanding who he was or what this was but something they just knew that they had to worship him and and in that moment they pledged their loyalty to him 
And what's great about this story is that they didn't want anything from him. Right? They, they just knew this is someone that needs to be worshipped. You know, I think that's good for us to remember because sometimes we only seek God. Sometimes we only come after him when we, when we want answers to something, right? Or when we need something. You know, or we want God to provide something for us. And, and there's nothing wrong with asking God for help or for coming to him. That's not what I'm trying to say. I think worship can be even more meaningful, though, when we just worship him because of who he is. Right? Not because of what we want from him. But because he deserves our worship. I think that's a great example to follow. So they searched. They worshipped. The third thing we see about the wise men is that they gave him gifts, okay? And the things that they gave him were valuable at the time. Each one of these gifts had, had great meaning. And maybe this afternoon, maybe in your spare time, just Google or, or do a little research and find out what was so significant about the gold and frankincense and myrrh. Like, why were those things so valuable? What did they mean? But let me ask you this question. What could you give God? in this new year, right? What would be the perfect gift to give them? You know, how about more of your presence? More of your presence in church? More of your worship? More of your availability? Maybe even more of your time? Maybe, maybe be willing to make a commitment and say, man, I'm gonna give more of myself to God, more of my time so that I can grow closer, so that I can be with him. You know, the older I get, the, the, the more I enjoy having my girls, my, my children at home with me, understand how meaningful it is to have someone that you love, you know, want to be close to you. So if you want to give God something great in 2024, right, give him more of you. Maybe get to know more of him through his word, through, through prayer. Give him more of your heart. And then the fourth thing we learn is that the wise men were willing to change their plans and do something different for God. God asked them to do something different. They did it. They followed him. So the story goes, like we already talked about, that, they, that Herod actually wanted to kill Jesus, right? Remember, he, did, he doesn't want a new king. He's afraid of this new king. So the wise men wised up to the fact that Herod was after Jesus because they had been warned by an angel. So they went home a different route. They did something different. They did something new so they could throw Herod off the trail. Ultimately, they followed God's plan. You know, maybe, maybe we could follow their example and do something different. Maybe God's calling you to do something different in 2024, right? Maybe, maybe this year we could try something new. We could live in a different way. We could treat people differently in our home at work, at school. We could be with God in a different way. Maybe, maybe get a little closer, be more intentional. Now, I think that would be something great to consider. So with all this being said, let me go back to the question. What now? Right, what's next? Now that Christmas has died down and we're, we're, we're venturing into a new year, it's tomorrow, right? New Year's Day, right? We go back to that question, now what? Maybe we can learn from the wise men. Maybe we can learn from their example. Let's keep searching. Let's keep worshiping. 
Let's give him the gift of ourselves. Let's be willing to try something different and, and follow, follow what he wants for you. Follow what he wants for you in this year because God wants to guide your life. So do these four things and let's see if God can't do more in 2024. Listen, I hope you had a great Christmas. I hope you have a great new year. Let's pray together. God, I thank you for being with us. I thank you for providing for us. I thank you for sending your son to die for us. Sending your son to be with us. And to give us eternal life. And God, as we look ahead to a new year. God, may we make a commitment to you today. May we commit to searching more. To worshiping more. To giving more. To following you more. Because we know that if we do these things. We know it will give us clarity when it comes to answering that question of what's next in the new year. Jesus, we love you and we give our lives to you. It's in your holy name we pray these things. Amen. Listen, I hope you all have a great weekend and I look forward to seeing you next Sunday at the Ridge.